The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The only thing that seems to stay the same is change. Change can be hard to manage, but once we've set out to master how we respond to change, we can increase efficiency, reduce stress, and move ahead. Welcome to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. Lesya and her guests will provide tips and best practices to manage how you can react to change. Now, here's your host, Lesya Kushner. Hello, hello. My name is Lesya Kushner. I hope everyone's doing well. Welcome to Change is the New Constant. Thanks to those of you who are joining me again, and also to those of you who are joining me for the very first time. I'm so glad that you're able to be here. Uh, It's wonderful for me to be here with you. Um, Our topic for today is going to be, people always need to know the what's in it for me whenever we're dealing with changes. In our previous shows, I've had the opportunity to be able to focus on communication at the start of a change. And that focuses on the why are we doing the change? It answers those five W's. The who's involved, what's happening, when is it going to happen, where, and the why. Why are we having this change? The focus on that is from the business perspective. That's really interesting. And that I'm underlining and bolding that part, the business perspective. And oftentimes, that's all that gets focused on. Um, when we're looking at that, for most companies... And most communications, that's usually what we say is, this is why we're doing this. And those are the communications that seem to happen. Unfortunately, that's all that gets said. From a change manager management perspective, though, this is where we kind of shift the perspective and say, Okay, though, that's great and that's important, but we also need to look at it from, okay, but what about the user's perspective? So our topic for today, we need to know the what's in it for me. And I've got that in quotes because it's important. And often there's that acronym that we usually refer to it and see it as and um the what's in it for me, what's is the W, in, I, it, I again, and then for, F, me, what's in it for me. We will see that acronym to get on side for the change. So that's what we're going to focus on. Okay, so 
with that, let's just go through all of the topics that we'll cover then. Okay, Um, the first thing we'll talk about is how we're going to look at that using the ADCAR approach. Okay, here's another acronym for you, ADCAR. Now, the ADCAR is a change management model. Um, ADCAR being a pro-size specific model. Now, I have to admit, I'm pro-size certified, pro-size, P-R-O-S-C-I. Wonderful model. Um, I love that. Uh, And if, although I'm not, I'm by no means a pro-size trainer um, I certainly do promote that and if you are a change um, thinking about getting certified or something like that I do um, think that it's I highly recommend that Um, and it's the one that I love to follow I do sort of pick up other things and add them to what I'm doing Um, but we'll look at the, the ad car model and the first step sort of focuses on the business part of it and it builds that awareness. But the second step is creating that desire. So then start looking at the users and that's gonna be our focus for today. So once we've said, okay, creating that awareness from the business perspective, creating that, des- build, creating that desire, that's our second step, focusing on the users. So that's gonna be our next thing that we're gonna look at. After that is what specifically influences a person's desire to change? What is it that we're needing to then look at? We'll follow that by how do we fulfill that desire? So all you managers and people out there, what exactly do we have to do? How can we help the users do that? Now it does rely on the users that we have to make sure that that happens, but as managers, how can we assist them with that? After we take a look at that, we'll have a question and answer session. I think it's always so important that, although we'll be talking about things, you know, I love sharing information with you, but it's always great to sort of make it real life. And I will, always try and do that with information that I actually get from users. Um, So um, we do that by anything that I get from people. And that's what I get from users who have sent me emails at lesia at crystalmount.com. So that's my first name, Lesia, spelled L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. And you can simply do that um, and feel free to send me emails whenever you'd like. And then the last section that we'll take a look at is the personal, where I'll share with you how I've created desire in a personal thing that I've used. Um, And that's something that I love doing um, because as a change manager, something that I did from a professional perspective I had the aha moment in life when I realized that after dealing with this professionally, I really started to integrate this into my personal life, which was wonderful. So that was just amazing for me. So we'll get started here. But first, 
you know what, let's have some fun in life too. Um, Although we are so busy with everything that's going on all the time, let's always just take that break. And so we're going to start with a little bit of a joke because I always believe that, you know, let's take that bit of a break. So sit back and just think about this first little joke and reel that I've got for you. You ready? Put your thinking caps on. Okay, so a girl who's learning to drive went the wrong way down the one-way street, but she didn't break the law. How? Okay, one more time. A girl who was learning to drive went the wrong way down the one-way street, but she didn't break the law. How? Ah, she was walking. Good for you for those of you who got it. Okay, now let's get started. I know, I know. Ready? Okay, here we go. So as I mentioned, First thing we're going to talk about is ADCAR. Now, ADCAR is another acronym. I said we're going to be talking about a couple of them here. And this is the one of the first ones that we're going to talk about. So ADCAR is the change management model that I love working with. Um, now, it is ProSci, um, the, the model that um, I love using. Now, I certainly... That's my base model that I... Um, the change management model that I love... Um, and integrate with, and then I build from. Um, So it has five steps. So we start with building awareness. That's the A is that first model, uh, first step. So ADCAR, A-D-K-A-R, each represent a phase and in a specific order. So the first A represents awareness. The D represents creating desire. The K represents knowledge, so you want to develop knowledge. The next A represents ability, so fostering ability. And then the last R represents reinforcement, so reinforcing the changes. Okay, so that's that's the order of the change management mod, model. So in the first A, we want to do things where we're going to build that awareness of, gosh, what's happening here? We want to build that awareness. Um, and that's where, whoa, all of this is happening. How, do we, how are we going to let users know about this? The next one, what we're going to do is we want to create that desire. of We want to let users know everything that's going on. Okay, perfect. Then we want to um, develop the knowledge. So usually this is, and to develop the knowledge, this is where we send users for training, developing the knowledge. For the next section, it's fostering that ability so that the users are able to do this. Now, sometimes this might be in a, in a lab where they can practice and they have SMEs, subject matter experts, to allow them to help do this. And then the last one is reinforcing the change. Now, reinforcing the change means this is when you may be going live and 
This is where you celebrate some of the successes or you keep track of all the stats and you just make sure that everything is going well. And also, if there are any issues or concerns and you need to come back and assist the users or fix the it fix it any of the issues you can go and do that okay so in building the awareness this is what we've been focusing on on some of the previous shows where you are able to communicate why is this change happening what is the change what's the business reason for the change what's the business risk if we don't change okay now, in today's show, this is where we're focusing on the desire. Okay, so we're creating the desire. So, this is from the personal perspective. So, it's very challenging, but it goes, it's focusing more just on the user. So, um, it's not so much from the entire organization, but it's the user saying, okay. I get that this is great for the organization, but what's in it for me? Why should I support and participate in the change? Why should I just follow the leader? Do I trust what's going on? Why would be what would be the objections if I didn't change? What's the alternative? And those kinds of things. We really have to be monitoring this so that we know exactly what's going on. So creating more and more awareness doesn't just result in a desire. We want to create the desire to change. And by definition, it's not just under the leader's direct control. The manager can't just say, just follow me, we're good to go. You have to just make sure that there's a nice, good relationship. And you have to be able to just sort of, although the, the manager can sort of make influence that, there has to be a way to sort of make sure that there's an, a nice coagulation and um, collaboration there. So this is where each individual ultimately has to make his or her own choice to support the change. So the final thing needs to end with, I will be part of this change. That's what we want to have happen here. And that's what we're going to talk about in our next part here. So now that we know how do we get there, we need to, now that we know what we want to end with and we want to make sure that the end step is going to be, I will be part of this change, let's just figure out how we're going to get there. And we'll take a look at that right after the break. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques. 
which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Leshia does all of that, as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Become a member of VoiceAmerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Lesya Krishner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, in this one, we're talking about creating the desire. So, whenever we are working on a change, our first step is building that awareness, and then our next step is creating that desire. So, we want to work with users so that they are really wanting to be part of the change. And it gets to be that challenge in getting to have users be part of the change. We know that we want them to follow, the, they need to understand that this is what the business is doing, but to get them to do that from their perspective is interesting. They know that the business reasons for this are, you know, we know that the business is doing it, but they need to decide that it's good for them too. So what influences influences a person's desire to change? That's what we're going to take a look at here too. So there are a whole schwack of reasons, but I've summarized it into basically When I work on this specifically, I summarize it into sort of four big questions for myself. Um, There are different varieties and stuff like that, but when I'm looking at it, um, 
we can sort of group them and summarize it into sort of four big ones. And this is what I do it. So the first one I look at is, is there an opportunity uh, in the future here for me? Hmm. Let's take a look at that one. Is there an opportunity in the future here for me? That's one great question. And that sort of answers that question, what's in it for me? What's in it for me right here in this organization? And this might be for the user to not just say, you know, is this good for our, our company? for our department, for my coworkers, for me sitting in this desk. Is it good for me here? The next one is, do I trust this organization? Based on the organization's track record, current change saturation levels, different organizational directions and stuff like that, do I trust this organization? Wow, that's another great one. And not just, you know, in general, but from my perspective, do I trust it? Next one is, and again, this is from their perspective. Given my personal situation, personal situation, do I have room to deal with anything more on my plate? Now, personal situation can be their health, finances, relationships, or anything else. Maybe given what's going on at home, can they put more on their plate? Maybe they don't want to have anything more on their plate given health reasons, what's going on at home, finances, and everything else. They've got so much going on at home, work is, they can't handle anything more. Okay, and then the next one is, is everything aligned between what's going on personally and what's going on professionally? Are we good to go? So, what's going on for what they're wanting to do personally and what they're wanting to do professionally. Are their values and everything else aligned? That's how they want things to work. Okay. That's how things sort of work from a desire perspective and that allows them to create their desire. From a user's perspective, that's how things are going to go. Now, obviously, when you're looking at this as a manager, or specifically from my perspective as change manager, we're wanting to consider those things, but we can't, you know, go up to each and every one of the users and, you know, ask all of these specific questions. So then our next step is, 
how can I work at helping them fulfill those desires? Okay, so there are several things that we can do to sort of help them do that. Um, But what I do is there are things that we can do um, that we can sort of assist them in fulfilling that desire. Um, And so what we're going to take a look at is how can we do that? Okay, Um, and so what I did is if we look at 2016's ProSci Best Practices in Change Management. So what ProSci does is um, every year they complete a survey and they then put together a best practices book where they put together all their stats. And I actually complete the survey every year. Um, So they know from companies, users, and change managers what they're getting um, from all of the different perspectives as to what's going on out there. So based on that, one of their stats was that there's a complete lack of active and visible sponsorship. So when there are changes going on out there, there's a lack of active and visible sponsorship. That's one of the biggest reasons that changes are unsuccessful. Okay, so if we take that, and that's the biggest reason that changes are unsuccessful, well, let's flip the opposite of that. So then to make changes to be successful, the opposite of that is if we need, if there's a lack of active and visible sponsorship, then to make it them successful, we would require to actively manage, communicate, and engage with employees. And if you had that, then you would be present, you would be interactive, you would be asking for feedback, you would engage in the project, you would be asking difficult questions, answering difficult questions, and you would be doing those types of things. In doing those types of things, your users would be able to get those answers that they're needing. You would, your users would be able to start trusting the organization. Your users would be able to maybe not feel like they're sort of lost without getting the answers that they wanted and things like that. Or they would know where the future is going. They would feel like things are aligned and all those kinds of things. Okay. The next stat was from the 2016 um, ProSci Best Practices was 56% of sponsors did not have an adequate understanding of the role of an effective sponsor. Hmm. 56% of sponsors did not have an adequate understanding of the role to be an effective sponsor. Okay, so for those people who don't know how to be an effective sponsor, well then the opposite is you need to build that coalition team. So we're not saying that you all have to be change management experts, but it means that you need to have that supportive team. So if you don't know how to do it, then 
build a team that can support you and talk openly about the changes and have managers who can support you. Get managers involved. Be positive and also talk about negative issues so that people can understand what is going on. Listen to employees' questions, but also the concerns that they may have. Another one is, according to ProSci, having those frequent and open communications. This was huge. Using surveys and suggestion boxes with those team meetings. Find solutions. Address the issues. We need to make sure that we're always talking about those things. From ProSci once again, have those employee engagements. Participate in the changes. You need to be having those ownership and participation and that sense of well-being. Those all play that key role whenever you're wanting to be doing these kinds of things. It's so important whenever you're wanting to have that role. And this is where, from a management perspective, and, and when we're saying manage or sponsor, those are those two key roles whenever you're on a project, working on a project. So whether you're a sponsor, you're sort of that having that key role within a project. So um, the sponsor is that critical role. You have that critical key role. But a manager is when you sort of have, um, you're more of a stakeholder role. So you're maybe not on the uh, project sponsor, um, but you're one of the other people who, one of the stakeholders. So you're uh, maybe not uh, uh, the person who's making the key decisions, but you're impacted by the project. So you, this is as a change manager, I work with all of those people and you need to sort of be pulling together to make sure that people are getting communicated properly with and everyone has that sense of understanding. But making sure that when you are talking, communication happens in a two-way street. So this gets to be extremely important. Managers have that key role. Next, what we're going to do is have a question and answer period. And um, we'll share that right after the break. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success 
As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email lesya at crystalmount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at crystalmount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Leslie Kushner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, in the question and answer period, I've received several questions via email. Um, by the way, my email address is lesia at crystalmount.com. Um, I love receiving emails from users, um, so please feel free to send me emails. Lesia, spelled my first name, L-E-S-I-A, at crystalmount.com. The reason I love receiving emails from users is simply because when I'm able to share them, then it makes it a real life type of thing from from everyone. So um, please feel free to send me emails, and um, if I do have um, your your okay with it, um, I will certainly um, enjoy sharing it with with everyone. Um, so my first question is from Diane. Um, she's a business lead for a project. So her question is, what am I supposed to do when I'm working on a project, but I can see that we're not getting upper management involved to be sharing information that would be easily um, assisted in building trust? Hmm, sorry, that would easily assist in building trust. Okay, so now, Diane and I went back and forth a little bit on this question. Um, and so she is building uh, a SharePoint listing for team sites. And uh, the question was, in building this SharePoint, they are building all of these team sites. However, upper management isn't wanting to share all of this information with everyone. And it was sort of debated as to who has access to what. And the final decision is basically that you only get access to your team site and you don't get access to everyone else's. Um, Originally, it was that, you know, you could see 
for the most part, everyone else's things so that you had an idea as to um, what other teams were doing. Um, at least for the most part, I mean, there might be some things that uh, you wouldn't have access to, but, you know, you would be able to sort of have a little bit of an idea as to what, what teams, you know, might be working on. Okay. Um, I mean, there might be other things. So my basic response was, if you feel it would be extremely beneficial for teams to share information with other teams, I would really encourage you to go back to upper management and do and say that we need to share the same and some simple information with each other. If we want to be able to do that. Now there may be the odd exception that there's, uh, you know, one team that has some critical information or there's a critical team working on, uh, or there's a team that's working on a critical project or something like that. And, you know, that's that's an exception. Fair enough. Um, But if there are several teams that are working on things and you know, they they want to be able to share what they're working on. Um, let them be able to do that. Oftentimes the advantage there is then you don't have to be reinventing a whole bunch of wheels if, you know, they're able to share that kind of stuff with each other. So I love that idea. I mean, the whole idea of share point and I'm emphasizing the word share here, is that you can share what you can with each other so that you don't have to reinvent wheels all the time. So it all gives you that opportunity to be able to work with each other. I mean, there'll always be some information that you can't share. Uh, and I'm just thinking of things like budget or something like that, where, okay, we're obviously there, there's some things that we don't want to be sharing. Fair enough. But this is where you can go back to them and say, okay, we want to be saying that there's some stuff that we can't. Um, But that's where SharePoint allows you to sort of say, you know, there's some things that we want to restrict, but there are other things that we want to be able to do that. And so I think that's that's the way I would proceed, absolutely. So thanks, Diane, for sending me that information. Um, the next one is from Dan. Um, Dan, a project management manager who recently took um, change management training. Now, although not a question, this is more a statement. I am slowly, and he has this underlined, learning how to shift my attention from the business to a person. And thus the what's in it for me question. It's taking a lot more time and attention than I thought it would, but it certainly makes the project always more a success. Well, first of all, my answer slash comment here is fabulous. Very good job, Dan. 
Um, as a project manager, um, I have certainly worked with several project managers who have also taken the change management training, and I certainly love seeing that. Um, so fabulous job. Um, with that, um, that what's in it for me question, this is so often a missing step. So for change managers and project managers, it's so important to take this role um, and be able to work and include that. And as change managers and project managers, we can work with the users to be able to assist them in building this creating desire step for them. We can work on the people side of change and help build this. Whether we're working directly with the users and um, getting that feedback and starting to build that trust and doing that, or we work with the managers to be able to assist them in helping them build that communication and developing that trust and all of that to be able to pass that down to the users so that we can do that as well. So this is what we want to be doing. You have to be able to do that. And as the PMs and CMs usually within most of these changes, we need to be able to do that. And creating that desire is often that missing step when we're with many changes, there's there's that thing that happens that we need to be we need to start. We it have usually there's that communication that happens at the very beginning where we're launching this project, but then it sort of dies from the creating that desire. So users know about it, why it's happening, but for users to know, okay, and how's it gonna be? What's in it for me? So this is where we can work with the users to be able to do this. But it's also important because as things change within the project, what will also change is as the, as the changes for the project um, are updated and modified, those things will change for them as well from the business perspective and also from the user perspective as well. So we will always need to be shifting that from that perspective. So thanks so much for sharing your questions and answers with me. Always, I love receiving your emails. Please feel free to send me more. My email address, lesya at crystalmount.com. Lesya spelled L-E-S-I-A. And after the break, we'll start shifting things from that professional perspective to the personal perspective. So more right after the break. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Lesya Kushner is the host of Change is the New Constant and a respected change manager. In our lives, change really is the new constant. Things in life are moving and changing so much faster than they have in the past. 
Lesya consults with large companies, speaks with groups wanting to facilitate changes, and has a change management blog sharing change tips and techniques, which you can find at crystalmount.com. Even though Lesya does all of that as a change management consultant, she works with companies by going through implementations and restructuring, determines how users will be impacted, then she eases the transition to make it a success. As a change manager speaker, she shares the tips and techniques on change management, introducing key aspects of communication, which is that critical point of successful changes. To contact Lesya for more information, please visit her website at crystalmount.com. That's crystalmount.com. Live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get motivated. Hear about success stories and positive encouragement. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Change is the New Constant with Lesya Kushner. If you have a question or comment, feel free to email Lesya at CrystalMount.com. That's L-E-S-I-A at CrystalMount.com. She'll perhaps address your question or comment on a future show. Now, back to Change is the New Constant. Hello, I'm Leslie Kushner, and welcome back to Change is the New Constant. So, with change management, what I love is the fact that I had that aha moment when I was seeing how change management not only worked for me professionally, but it so worked for me from the personal perspective as well. Um, so what I love doing is being able to show you how I took those change management skills home. Um, and I always love sharing with you that, giving you examples of how it worked for me back home. So for me, creating the desire in my personal life worked like this. Um, as an example, when I am wanting right now, I have a daughter who is in grade 12. Wah! And she, so she's graduating, and I'm so excited for her. So I'm also wanting to get a little bit in shape, and we're working on that. And I'm working on um, moving from my walk schedule to my slow jog schedule, working in shape for that. So um, if I look at my ad car approach, okay, so I'm taking this from my personal, from my professional to my personal, okay, so let's work on that. So if I take my ad car, and I build it into my personal. So, add car, build awareness into my personal life. So, if I wanted to do that, 
to move that into a jogging schedule. So building awareness, need for change. I need to get jogging and get into shape. Okay, that awareness, perfect. Desire to make the change happen. I really want to look great for her grad. Okay, good. Knowledge about how to change. Okay, I'm going to get into jogging. I, I can walk good. Perfect. Okay, I'm, I can walk really well. The jogging, I used to jog quite a bit before. I haven't done that for a while, but I, I'm, I have the knowledge. I do going to build up to the 10 and 1s, so I'm going to start lower than that. I'm going to slowly increase that, so I know that 10, 10 and 1 strategy. I'm well aware of that. The ability to change, okay, well, ability, so I have the knowledge, the training part, the ability, well, I need to start out slowly. I know how that works, and I build my way up. So I do have the ability, okay, so I can do it. I'm in shape. I I'm, don't have, the, I, it's not that I don't have the ability. I have the ability. I just have to work my way up. And the reinforcement to maintain that change. Okay, so when I reach my, we'll call it goal size, how am I going to do this? Okay, well, my goal size, my reinforcement, hmm, okay, well, then I'll buy myself a dress for her grad. Hmm, interesting. So that's how I'm going to reinforce myself so that'll be it now my desire I need to stay there I have to stay there that's the one so if I were to mark myself and give myself a scale of one on a scale of one to five for each of those my awareness do I need to jog to get in shape yeah so on a scale of one to five, oh, I'll give myself a four there. My desire to do this every day, oh, okay. So am I going to get out of the house every day and jog? Ooh, okay, I know I should. I'm, my desire is about a two. Do I have the knowledge? Yeah, I know exactly how to do this. So that's a four. Do I have the ability? Yeah. I have the ability, yeah, it's going to take me a while, but I'm going to give that a three. And my reinforcement, I want to have that dress, so I'll give that a four. So if I look at all of my numbers, my first number that's below a, what we'll call a three, which is the barrier point, my first number is a two. That's my desire. So that's my stopping block. Okay, so here's an example of creating that desire, that one, that, 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 for, that initial stopping block. That's the one that's going to stop the change. So I really have to get up there to get it going. Okay, so in order to create that desire, you want to get it going. So this is where to increase that desire... I had that reinforcement to buy the dress. So I'm going to modify my desire. I want it to look great, but I'm going to increase my desire because I want the new dress 
for my daughter's grad. Perfect. I want to look great, but I'm going to increase that desire to have that dress. So there you go. This is how you can change things a little bit. There. Okay. So here's the wonderful, the change management connection from personal to professional. Wonderful. Okay. So in summary, we have that ad car approach, creating desire. That's that critical second step, a step that we can't be skipping. We can't just have things focused on the business. We have to remember that that personal desire to embrace the change is how the change is going to impact you or what it means is the users. And even the managers, I'm focusing on you because the managers are people first, not just managers. They're you first. What's in it for me? And it often varies as the project progresses so that it needs to be addressed to continue to be able to move ahead forward. So we have to always be keeping that in mind. We have to keep that in mind all the time. We can't just let that slip. It's got to stay in mind all the time. As managers, we have to have those authentic interactions as you're going along. You have to be able to appreciate understandings. You have to also be creative with those integrations. Those are the kinds of things that you need to be thinking about. And they help you create that desire with your users. Those are some key things. So that sort of sums up some things on creating that desire. We can't skip that step. That just helps the users so that it allows us to finish up that first step in making sure and it answers that question to make sure that am I ready? Am I ready for that desire? Can I move forward? And with that, then the user can honestly say, I will be part of this change. Next week, I'm excited to be a show doing a show with my guest, Paula Nisco. She's a money and business empowerment coach. She's so sought after um, as a business coach for inspiring entrepreneurs and corporate leaders ready to make their mark. Paula partners with inspired women who are at a defining moment and ready for change. Change, that's the key word, as change is the new constant. I'm Leslie Kushner, and thanks for joining me on Change is the New Constant. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in to Change is the New Constant with Leshia Kushner next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, identify change in your life and how you can respond positively.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.